Oh, I love that pineapple you have going on in the background. Oh. <laughs> so big. <laughs> yeah. Hi, guys. This is Julie, and this is Semi-Balanced. I have with me a special guest today. Um, his name is Eddie, and he is going to share his story um, of how he turned all his pain into the beautiful sunshine he spreads to the world. So um, I'm going to turn the floor over to him. Hi, Eddie. How are you? Hey, Julie. Thank you so much. Um, I'm great. I appreciate the opportunity to be on here and just talk about, I guess, my own struggles and how I've been like working through those so that I can not like cause more people or other people, you know, trauma because hurt people hurt people, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Good. Yeah. Definitely. That is that is true. I mean, we've all had our our struggles and. That's what this podcast is about. I mean, I kind of have been telling my journey of how I've healed. Um, I've been through a ton of trauma in my life, but um, instead of woe is me and everything else, it's how do I turn that into my superhero power? So um, I just want to spread to the world all the knowledge that I've learned because I was, I felt like I was that girl that just didn't know how to get unstuck. And I feel like there's other people out there with that same feeling like, okay, I would love to help, but this is where I'm at. And I'm just, and they're so boggled down and stuck in their own little world because um, they just feel like the world has tackled them instead of them tackling the world. So, um, I followed you for quite some time on Instagram and you're so very inspiring. I, I can't say it enough. You really do inspire a lot of people. So um, I brought you on here to please just, yes, yeah, spread to the world everything that you got. Yeah, I appreciate that. I don't know. I just like, okay, so like a lot of what I post is just, like, I guess, like a, like, I guess as I'm like processing experiences myself, like sometimes when I post, it's not even like something that maybe I'm like actively working through. It could be something that just like, I, cause I'm constantly doing self work, you know, like I was definitely growing up like on both ends of the spectrum. So from like an early age, before you can like really, I guess, like be like good or bad. I, and I say that real loosely. Cause when I say that to my dad, my dad's like, well, were you doing this stuff? And I'm like, no. And he's like, all right. So it's like holding a conversation depending on who you're talking to about like good or bad. That's, I use it really lightly here. But when I was like super young, you know, everything's like in any of you, like it's out of our control. You know, we're just experiencing. Like we're like, I have kids now, right? So I have two kids and, uh, you know, they're just experiencing like whatever we, whatever positions we put them in, whether it's like directly or indirectly, my uncle Jerry, uh, my uncle actually told me this, he was in prison and he was like, you know, like our parents don't like to hear that their decisions put us in positions that, you know, could end us up in the positions that we're in, you know, becoming the way that we are. And uh, we have to accountability for that also, 
right? Because he did whatever he did to like go to prison. And, you know, if you make mistakes, you, you, and you have the consequences of those mistakes and like you did that thing. But uh, so much of it is in those formative years that we really have no control over, right? And so anybody that's experienced anything like that, it kind of puts you at a, a state of where right from the beginning, you're, you're experiencing not even always trauma. It could just be like instability. It could be anything, right? And it's not necessarily a bad thing, but just processing those experiences and sharing them in a, in a way that I feel like is gonna, I hate complaining. You know, so like just expressing them or like processing them in a way that's going to maybe help somebody else that doesn't think that anybody gets it. You know, I I get that. I get that. Like, because there's nothing worse than feeling like you're all alone. Yes. Especially with your thoughts. That is true. So like, really... I would say that posting is almost like therapeutic for me, you know, because it gets it out of my mind and like onto something. And then if it helps people, then that's like the, the added bonus. I, I agree. Wow. Yeah. Um, I don't know how you, when I was going and trying to heal myself, this is a, a thing I had stumbled with um, and had so much trouble with because you want to talk to your parent as they're loving and beautiful people, um, but you want to be honest and you want to explain some things and they just don't want to accept or um, acknowledge. And it's, it's so rough. Um, I think that was one of the toughest things I had to do. And then I was like, okay, I'm just really just, I'm just sending love. And then, um, you know, I just had to just give it all the love I could because, and still, you know, forgive and whatever, and accept that's where she was at. And I was like, okay, but I kind of thought it would be like a beautiful journey and we would do it together type of thing. Um, let's do this together. Let's do it in a beautiful, harmonious way. It did not turn out that way. Um, and I think I hurt and I didn't mean to. I think I, I like, caused her some sort of pain and by no means did I mean that but that's how it came off and how would you recommend or how would you like is there an easier way of like talking to your parents about things like that I don't know because for me I struggle with communicating so I have like my mom and my dad. So I struggle with communicating with my mom, uh, my dad, like I could talk to him for hours. Like even this morning I was talking to my dad and uh, I looked at the clock and I was like, I had to get off the phone. Not because I was like tired of talking to my dad, but because like, I was like, damn, like an hour just flew by really quick. Yeah. And uh, we're still just talking, you know, and I got shit to do today. But my, 
mom on the other hand like i love my mom but it's just like oil and water right or is it oil and vinegar oil and water whatever and uh it does not mix right and so until i started really like working through my own trauma and my own triggers i would still just get really triggered and like be like a toxic like a toxic partner because we talk about toxic partners like it's just like relationships it could be your sister your brother your cousin you know your mom whatever and so i was just participating in like a toxic relationship doing my part to keep it going and um you know that would go and like leak into like relation romantic relationships and co-parenting relationships and business relationships you know without even really recognizing it and so it wasn't until I started becoming cognizant of the fact that like I was hardcore self-sabotaging every time that I would act out of a act or experience or perceive out of a state of like victimhood and trauma then yeah I was like fuck like that's gross and like the logical analytical part of me like felt disgusted with myself or even like being less of a man to like, even like say mean things or get triggered, you know, to my mom about that. And so then it led me on this journey of like, all right, like I don't like feeling these feelings of shame is what I thought at the time. But then after going to therapy, recognize that it's not shame, that it's guilt. Cause shame infers that you like are a bad person that you feel like you're a bad person. Whereas guilt, like you just feel bad about the thing. And I think a lot of people get mixed up there as well so then it turned to like okay like i need to get help so that because if it's like this with my mom then it's manifesting like other spaces in my life so it just turned into like really trying to understand how it was triggering me so that if i could understand how it was triggering me i could articulate how the whole situation like I felt like affected our dynamic. And I think most disagreements just come from a lack of like having a, a, a solid common ground. You know, I think so much of that is just like jockeying for, jockeying for uh, like control of the situation because if you're not in control then it like triggers fear of the unknown you know like if i'm not hearing this ship i don't know where it's going (laughs) that's true that's true um so uh, when did you start your healing um journey probably within the last like couple years okay i would say like 2000 2019 I started it a little bit. 2020, I started taking it more serious for sure. Yeah, and that's about when I did mine. I feel like a lot of people were awakening around then. I, I just, I do. I just feel like a lot of people woke up around then. Uh, social media just all of a sudden went from one extreme to the other. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> I don't know what happened, but okay, I kind of liking it. Um, but yeah, I just, um, I think that 
healing is just a journey that you're going to be on your whole life. Um, I feel like I'm constantly learning and I don't think there's like an end game here. Um, I think it's just like you get higher and higher. I don't know how to explain it. And I always know when I hit, like, I don't know, I, I get these little stops. I call them like little pit stops. I think they're little pit stops, but it's like in the beginning, I excelled immensely. And then I had a whole poop load to work through that I had to go. And then I went up a, a little notch and then um, I, and I keep thinking, God, when does this ride? I don't know. I look at it kind of like, when is this ride going to be over? What is it going to be like at the end? This is going to be great. Like, I feel like that little kid with all these like little wonders in her head, like, oh, what's going to be next? And what's, you know, like, it's really funny. But um, yeah, the learning thing, I think, is just an ongoing all the time. Um, I just wish that, I wish that it was easier to talk to people in a way that didn't seem like, that's what I guess I'm trying to ask you, is if you found a way to really like address people that have hurt you um, in a way where you're not coming across as though. Mm. No, I know what you're trying to say because like with my mom, like my mom and I, like it, there is no easy way. Like I, cause I know my mom so well when I articulate things to her, like I can hear the hurt in her voice. I can like feel the conversation shift. And I have to be like, hey, like I'm not saying that now. I'm just saying like at the time, like this is how it made me feel, you know, like right, right. this is how I feel like it impacted me. And uh, part of her, it not coming across that way was her own journey of like working through her own triggers. Right. Of like hearing that and not like one of the things that I had to tell her is look like, I'm not saying that you're a, like, I'm not saying this, but what I'm saying is, is that I need you, even if it doesn't feel good to acknowledge how I'm feeling, because if you don't, then it feels like you're like not acknowledging my experience. Yes. Yes. And I agree. I get like what your experience was, but this was my experience. So I'm not discrediting your experience. If that was your experience, then like I I will acknowledge that. And like if that's the case, like I'm sorry that that's like what your experience was, but like you can't discredit my experience also because I had one as well. And even if it was different than yours, it was still like very valid, at least in my life. Right. It's just so hard because you love them at the same time and you don't want to see them hurt or whatever by anything that you are going to say. But you also feel like your voice counts and matters and you want that healing for yourself. If they don't want to go down that journey, that's their, their prerogative. You know, they don't, you're not asking them to, you know, like if they don't want to, that's fine. But acknowledge the fact that this happened is really, I guess, all that it, it yeah, like Yeah, just like don't try to 
convince me that it was otherwise because like that was my experience because i think that's what we try to do is and we're all guilty of it we when something doesn't feel good we try to like convince otherwise and like one thing that i've even been working on myself is just like even the things that i don't feel good about like not trying to convince myself that it's this way or that way or that like i'm a good person but like acknowledging that like it happened and that like this is the feeling i'm feeling the emotion i'm feeling because it happened and this is how it's impacting my life and then like letting it go nice so are your two children um you know spiritually enlightened with you know with you being their dad and all I don't know. My daughter's five. She well, like. I mean, I know your son's so new. I mean, that's. Yeah, my daughter's yeah, of five. Of course, like, is because he is so new. Yeah, like she she's into like crystals, and we like feed our ancestors and stuff, and like we have like. Oh, no, so yeah, she's yeah, she's embracing it. That's beautiful. Yeah, I think for kids, like they get it. You know, like they get whatever it is that we put. Um, they get whatever it is that we put in front of them. Yeah, they do. Yeah. But uh, she's cute. She's always all about like sleeping with the crystals under her pillow. And she like picks which ones she's going to sleep with. Oh, that's <laughs> she's great. Just, like charging them and whatnot. Yeah, no, that's, that's great. Everybody has their own thing and the crystals work for people and you know. Oh yeah, she has them. They have to be like in specific places in the house. Like she's crazy about it. It's so cute. That is great. That is great. That's good to hear. And you always want to know, you know, the next generation is, you know, carrying on with being enlightened and I don't know. I feel like that we, I, I'm going to say I, I can't say we, um, I lived my life like in the dark for so long until I awoke and I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, like I was just a few years ago and I'm like, okay, now I gotta, um, I just wish I would have known this like years and years and years ago and just the relief and the I feel like I could have helped so many more people. I like, and I'm like, nope, everything has its own timing. I have to like kick myself back when I get in that mode. And I'm like, nope, Julie, stop it. Everything has its own timing. And you just don't know why everything happened the way it did. But you're like, okay, this is when I was supposed to awake. That's fine. So um, you have to have those experiences so that you can like, have something to reflect on like for me even like because trauma works two ways right like you can like self-inflict trauma also by like doing things that are out of your character or like moral compass you know yeah and so that's traumatizing for a lot of people like uh think about like people in the military when they go and they like do their job or aka their duty but they still like have like ptsd because it goes against what they internally feel like is in alignment with them right, right. so that's like a self-inflicted trauma but the, the whole in my opinion 
the whole like reason for all of this is so that we can have these experiences to like be able to go there you know like some experiences right. aren't as pleasant as others and some are like really fucking pleasant but if you don't experience them you can't go there like how do you explain like for instance i just had a son explain the the joy you feel like seeing your child come out if you've never experienced it so then because you've experienced that then you can share that experience with others that's true and look at it as an observer and not as you know like in it you can go back and like you know how did it feel like to be inside of my body when that happened you know and then you know what that feeling feels like in the future you asked me how to like I had something like that happen. It was really funny. I was doing a podcast um, on truth, um, telling it, being it, living it, <clears throat> was the title of it. And I was like, I was, I started the podcast thinking, you know, because I, I just, truth is something that is just super present with me. Like I, you have to be truthful around me. It's just how it is or see you later. Peace out, you know. Um, so I did a podcast on this and it was so weird because I, what came through because sometimes I've just been getting these feelings of, okay, I can talk about. So I just start talking about my past and a past trauma and then i'm i'm literally talking there's no emotion i'm barely in my in my like i feel as though it was like somebody was pulling it out of me and um so i here i am talking about um you know this this horrible experience and then I so kindly I listen to it I go back and listen to it because it makes me think and it like I'm like wow that's so crazy because all of a sudden I'm like it's not about what happened to me and I say it so matter of fact just like that it's not what it ha has happened to me it's what I was fighting for and I was fighting for the truth and so like all of this like intertwined and I was like I got done recording and I was like what the hell just freaking like do you ever have those moments where it was just I was like never in a bazillion years did I think any of that like I would tell any of that stuff I hid all that stuff my whole life like never felt safe about talking about any of that stuff and it just blew out of me and I'm broadcasting it to like and I'm like, and I did it in such a way. And my sister's like, Julie, you sound so professional. I'm like, Christy, I don't even know that. Like, I don't even know what was going on when I was recording that. But um, yeah, it was, it, it's kind of wicked and crazy if you like think about, um, and that's how I think, okay, I'm supposed to be doing this. And so sometimes I'll be like, come on, just let me know. Like if I'm feeling stuck or I'm feeling like I'm in my rut or whatever, and I need the next like little push or whatever, you know, 
but little stupid things like that happen. And I'm like, okay, they're listening. You know, I got yeah, you. That's because like, if you think about it, we're social creatures, social beings. And it's actually abnormal for us to not want to talk and share those things. And like abnormal for us to not want to like sit and like conversate and like even like be on podcasts, right? right. It's abnormal to not want to do those things. Because before we had like Facebook and Instagram and all these social medias and like even technology and media in general. And I own a marketing agency, so I'm all about the media. I love it. It pays all my bills, takes care of me, you know, like more than <laughs> enough. Like I'm very grateful for it. But when you think about going back to the very foundations of like humanness, of like community, when we were still community-based nomads that followed the, the migration of the herds and of like the fucking seasons, right? The only way that anything was passed down was oral tradition. Right. So it's actually abnormal to not want to share that those things. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. It just was, it was, it was crazy. And I, yeah. I sometimes- That's the I most natural know. thing you could have done. Yeah, I guess, I guess. And it did. It came out so naturally. And I'm like, okay. It literally spit out. And that there was zero emotion. There was zero. It was sounded so professional. I was like, wow, who is this? Like, you know. But yeah, it was it was crazy. So sometimes I go back and I listen to it because I'm like, I feel like that was a changing moment for me. Like I really That's part of your oral history. Yeah. I'm like that was that was a that was a big changing moment for me. So I sometimes go back and favor that episode, and I'm like, yeah, there was a moment there, and that was that was a cool moment, you know. So yeah. something that you can do is like think back to how you felt in that moment and get back into your body of like what that moment, the frequency you were you were at, and holding that frequency, and you can actually do that as like a meditation. Oh, really? Yeah. I would love that. I really do. You can, like channel that frequency like anytime, you know, you could be like sitting here right now and be like, oh yeah, like I really felt this way. I'm like, just get really in there. And then like, boom, anytime you need to like draw on that, like, be like, yeah, like I'm about to have that energy from that one day and then boom, your body can just snap into it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I would, I would love to do that. Um, I'm going to ask you a series of um, 10 questions. I hope you don't mind, um, and I hope you answer them. But um, what is the greatest thing that you've ever learned so far? Humility. Ooh, I like that answer. Okay. That's a really good one. What are you learning now? Self-love. Ooh. I, I like your real quick one, one answer. Uh, got you. Moments. Um, how has failure shaped your life? I feel like failure, what's that old Roman phrase? Like the way the, the problem is the way or something like that. Like through my failures, I've grown so much, but now I'm working on not having to fail to succeed. Okay. But yeah, like to get back up, I guess. 
even if it was a stupid mistake like yeah. oh like why'd you do that you know just knowing that like i still can like get back up or that i have to get back up and that you got to live with like that's where the humility comes in right like you got to live with like the consequences of your decisions i've talked to a lot of people about that question and what i get is they don't like the word failure i get that yeah. over and over again they do not like that word and i'm like mm, i don't mind the word to me i just look at it as a teacher yeah and i'm like you know even you know even when we're babies you just had a little tiny one when they're learning to talk or walk anything they're they're gonna fall down they're gonna fall down guess what they're gonna do they're gonna get right back up you know yeah yeah same same darn thing same yeah. darn thing um okay who do you know that i should know so many people um i had a picture one um I don't know what kind of people do you want to know. Well, who would, <laughs> who would have who would have a story? Who would have something to share? My listeners are on a journey, you know, a growth journey just with me. Um, who can inspire them? Let me think on that one. Okay. You can think on that one. Um, what have you read that I should read? What do you want to get better at? That, that's, I, I trust me. I'm like a, a knowledge queen lately. I just want to soak up all the knowledge. Um, yeah, I see you behind your whole bookshelf there. So. <laughs> <laughs> are those all um like uh, self-improvement a lot of them yeah uh i would read uh the four agreements okay what was it the four agreements the four agreements okay by dom miguel ruiz short read you could probably read it one day okay um how can I add value to you? You already have. I already have. Okay. Oh. Okay. Um, what have you done that I should do? Travel if you can. Well, uh, oh, that's... I have a spiritual retreat we're doing in November. So that's going to be super awesome. For in Costa Rica, that'll be fun. Yeah, it's important. Sometimes when I feel stagnant, just getting up in the air or in a new environment really helps to stimulate the, uh, you know, just to, to, to move the energy again. Yeah, 100%. How do you feel about plant medicine? Love it. Okay, good. Yeah, I'm doing an ayahuasca trip in November. I'm so super psyched. Yeah, there's a yeah, there's a lot of good places. I think there's a place in Florida that's doing a bunch of them. 
Oh, there's some in Florida. I'm in Florida. I don't yeah. even, I didn't even know there were some here. They're in um, Clearwater. I'm Clearwater. I'm like right by Clearwater. Really? Huh. You're going to have to talk to me. We're going to have to share some, um, some stuff. Is it well known or? I don't know. My friend was going to go. I remember. Oh, okay. I'm like, hmm. Because some of those people like to stay like, you know. I don't know how they found it, but I know they had a, they couldn't go, that they uh, ended up not going, but that it was like pretty legit. Like they had waivers and everything. Yeah. Um, well, it's, it's illegal in um, the States. That's why I was so, I was like in Florida, what? Um, but that's really awesome. I'm not announcing this, but I am, I'm going to log it up. Um, <laughs> I, mean, I don't see anything wrong with it. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't either. Um, what has helped you the most on your healing journey? Humility, again, I would say. Wow, like, you... Just like, like we're so quick to make everything about ourselves. You're right. Everything. You know, we're like the center of the universe, but it's not actually... The truth like we are like we were i firmly believe that like we are everything but when it comes down to like experience experiential like even if you are experiencing yourself you know how people like to say that like you gotta still be kind to yourself and acknowledge yourself right and like see yourself yeah i agree um what do you think is the first step to awakening your heart Acknowledging that it needs to be awakened. Okay, good. Good answer. That was a good one. Um, that's what I'm kind of curious about. But if you were given the opportunity to create a billboard for the entire world to see, what would it say? I sell billboards. So that's awesome. It would say smile. Oh, what would it say? Smile. Smile. Okay. It's powerful. It is. It is. Okay. Wow. You sell bell billboards too. Well, give you that one. Um, I like it though. That was a very simple, you're a one word answer, dude. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I try, try not to complicate things more than they have to be anymore. You know? Right. No, and that's true. And it's funny. I've, I've interviewed a lot of people and um, some will go around and around and, you know, and I'm, you're just like this one word answer. And I'm like, wow, look at you go. <laughs> um, that's great. Um, I really do appreciate your time today. Thank you very much. Um, and uh, I don't know, maybe, uh, maybe we'll check in with you a little, you know, down the road and come visit you again. Yeah, don't be a stranger. Okay, cool. Cool. Well, Eddie, thank you very much. Would you like to tell all my listeners where they can, uh, you know, get a hold of you or find you or follow you? He's yeah. worth a follow on Instagram. <laughs> you could go follow me on Instagram at OG Eddie Smith. And uh, that's like my main place that I hang out. Okay. Um, 
All right. Well, it was a beautiful talk with you. You enjoy your family and um, enjoy. Where, where are you calling from anyway? I'm in the Chicago area. You're in Chicago. Okay. Um, I'm like, it's so sunny here. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, it doesn't look very sunny where he is. Oh, really? It's this is good though. It's not. It's not snowy. So well, it's happy. not snowy yet. Yeah. I trust me. I was a northerner. I know. I know. <laughs> um, anyway, you have um, a beautiful rest of the day. Enjoy your family, and thank you so much for your time uh, coming in on the podcast and sharing your experiences and and everything. So thank you very much. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. I hope you have an okay. amazing. I won't be a stranger. I may come revisit you, you know, a couple months down the road. Yeah, hit me up. Okay, cool. Right on. You have a beautiful day, dear. You too. Bye. Bye.